a good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rule Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rilkins, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. All right, we just um, arrived here in San Francisco at the World Education Conference in uh, Moscone Center. And here we are running into two old friends from the Netherlands. We have around the table Jaap Lietholf with uh, Hotels van Oranje in the last uh, capacity that we've known each other. And Margaret van der Slijs from the Rye in Amsterdam. Uh, tell us, guys, what's bringing you all the way across to the Pacific time zone? And what is it that you're experiencing in these first couple of hours? Well, uh, the, the reason we're here is because it's 50 years MPI. And uh, we've done a lot of MPI uh, WEC conferences in the past. Uh, but we stopped actually about, let's say, around 2010, 11, uh, because, uh, well, the timing wasn't good. And, uh, and now uh, we decided, well, let's go back and see what changed. So. Uh, we just entered, so we didn't see much, but uh, a lot looks the same. So a gap of a decade. How about for you, Jaap? How, yeah. How's it looking? It's more or, more or less the same thing. We want to see what's happening now. We've been really, really active in the past. Uh, both of us had leadership positions, um, from president to European president. Um, really active, and I'm curious what to see is what's left of the international in uh, MPI uh, as an organization. All right. So um, the World Education Congress obviously has taken a two-year pause, as many events have done over the past COVID period, although it has taken place online. Um, design to change also means that when you take a gap, you probably have a better sense of what it is that you didn't experience. Right. So um, one of the things that I'd like to do, uh, if, if you would be willing to do that, is be the first guest to not just have this uh, podcast as you walk in, but also invite you before you walk back out uh, to have the backstage podcast on what it is you observe over the past three days and what that delta of change really was, right? Because events create value through behavior change. Uh, apparently, for after, you know, for ten years you've changed your behavior not coming to WC. Now you've changed your behavior to re-come back to WEC. What has leadership positions brought you in your career when you were active with MPI? For me, it was, uh, first of all, a lot of people that you get to know, um, uh, exchange um, experiences, exchange ways of doing business, uh, actually doing business, because that's part of it as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I think, the most important thing, getting to know people, working with people, uh, and, and experiencing the, the, the different uh, cultures while going to all the conferences. Um, I think that was very important for us. Yeah. Yeah, for me, well, both professionally as, as personally, MPI leadership helped me developing myself uh, as a leader, but also as a person. And uh, as Jaap said, I, we got to know a lot of people, but it's also uh, made you a stronger leader because you saw other, other leaders. At that time, I wasn't that experienced as I am now. I'm now pretty old in this industry. 
but uh, as a young guy it was very good to, to see other more experienced leaders and, and learn from them so uh, that yeah. brought me a lot yeah. we, we both became members about 28 29 years ago so just to give you an idea there was a back when we are back when the <laughs> chapter started in the Netherlands in what yeah. was that mid 90s it was still a club when we joined MPI mm -hmm. had less than 30 members and we were still a club so and so seeing three decades of change um, I mean, I, I remember my early days with MPI very dearly as well, but it's also, it feels really nice to have um, this reconnecting moment, right? For some, the gap was maybe shorter than for others. Um, I'm glad to see that this community is getting back together. For those of you wondering what the background noise is, we're sitting here at Moscone Hall on level two in the West uh, uh, Convention Center. We have thousands of people walking into the World Education Congress. In the background, we actually see the... Um, the design wall where we're going to be designing next year's event, which is going to be the World Education Congress in Riviera Maya, Mexico. Okay. So um, for people that think that the events they're currently going to are not the way that they should be, um, we want to take the initiative that we are all responsible for designing the future of the events we attend. So whilst we're here, may we also invite you to join one of the design sprints and actually tell us what it is you think needs to be done for next year's event. Yeah, and also see what has changed, because if you walk in this center, as you said, thousands of people walking in, getting uh, badges, registration, uh, getting ribbons, very important with MPI. It all, we just said that it's the same as 20 years ago. Yeah. So a lot of things stay the same. So I'm curious to see what, did, what has changed. Yeah. And, and some things must have changed because, well, we have more techniques, we can do more things, we can do th things in a different way. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll take your invitation and look at your uh, session at the, the difference of design. I love that. Okay, so that's going to be part of the backstage. Now on the front stage, as you walk into this, um, your businesses have evolved significantly. They have also gone through some massive changes. Um, you've been very loyal to the companies that you're involved with. Tell us a little bit about your journey and what's happening in your organizations right now. Yeah, well, I've, I've been with the company as long as I've been with MPI. Um, for, for the moment, actually, we are closed. We are redoing the hotel. The hotel's closed for about almost two years. Uh, we we'll still have to open somewhere in, in, in the mid of uh, 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, redesigning, redesigning all the meeting floors, uh, redesigning all the, the, the rooms. So it's going to be a brand new hotel. And for me, it's also interesting to see here what is necessary, what do we need to tackle or not? Uh, what do we need to implement in our meeting, uh, meeting floors? So that's to, to make sure that we can cater to the, to the market of today. How about at the, the Rye in Amsterdam? That's a large convention center, comparable to what we're at right now here. Yeah, yeah we're a convention center, we're both organizer and, 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 and of course a venue. But uh, a lot has changed, of course, because well, the, the whole technique, the whole digitalization of our industry has, has, has changed the meetings, live meetings uh, immensely, especially during the past two COVID years. But even before that, we had a lot of change. And uh, 15 years ago, we expected meetings to get smaller, less meetings, less visitors, less exhibitions, less exhibitors, uh, but the, that, that didn't happen. The other, it went the other way, we have more of that mm -hmm. till COVID, I have to say. And, and that's because of digitalization, I think, because we are able to use all these digital techniques to make these events even more valuable. And, and well, as proof now, events are there to stay and digitalization will help us in even improving our events, I think. So uh, that cha that's changed a lot over the past years, but it will change, keep on changing. So events are also markers of change, right? So maybe people might listen to this podcast. It's now the 21st of June, 2022. 
people might listen to this a couple of decades from now and think, what was that COVID thing they're talking about? They might read about that, but what was this thing called events that we used to go to mm-hmm. uh, or trade shows that used to happen that have been around for a long time? Um, that evolution is, is very apparent. Uh, the technology is changing. Uh, we're sitting here around a round table with three microphones and three headsets. The brand name is called Zoom. Um, I wonder why. Yet, we're looking around, we see live people around us, and we're wondering why they behave the way they do. Now, looking through the eyes of the behavior change, um, yes, the lanyards are the same. What I'd like you to uh, think about is <clears throat> which of these rituals are institutionalized so that we have a form of familiarity, even after not having been for 10 years to this family gathering of professionals, and what rituals have changed, or what's changed maybe in the leadership styles, or what has changed in um, the content that's being presented. Uh, because these are the things that I think for next year we'd love to um, get a sense about what it is that would give you the value to come back to this event periodically um, and also encourage others to join. Now this industry currently has a big challenge, let me just address that for a minute, with the, the resources that we need, the human resources. At least this is what I'm hearing most people say. Um, I'm seeing less future leaders joining this conference. Uh, this is the first conference my son has actually joined me at. He's just turned 19, going to university later uh, this summer. Um, do you think this business is attractive for young people to consider as a career choice? Well, I think yes, because um, and we see that because after COVID, we were a bit afraid of getting new people because we had to let go some people because of the crisis and, and the financial problems we had. And now I see them coming back quite quickly because our industry is attractive. People, even all the, all the young people, want to meet as well. They, they're sick of sitting at home and uh, doing things on Zoom and, and Teams, which are very good things, but there's more. Mm-hmm. And young people want to meet, and, and I'm, I'm convinced of that, and I want to work in this industry. So we see people getting back and people uh, wanting to work in our industry. And I, I also think that um, in order to get people, um, we used to have the situation where um, people would apply for a job, and now it's the other way around. We have to apply to get the people who work for us um, to get our employees and to give a better package, give a better total package, which is not only money, but it's, well, you know, a whole spectrum of of learning and enjoying and and meeting people, doing things. Um, So I think that's also one of the things that uh, we are now uh, at Hotel Van Oranje experiencing and looking at how to do that, because I have to recruit almost uh, a whole new staff. That's not completely true. Uh, we still have a hundred staff that we have actually outsourced. They are still in our payroll. They will come back. So mm-hmm. I will have the, the the familiar people working for me. Mm-hmm. But we have to do something different in order to keep them and to get the new ones. So uh, I think that's also changing uh, today, and, and it's actually exciting to do because it's it's no, it gives a new twist to to. It being asks a good a diff- employer. This different type of, as you said, with a different type of leadership. Yep. Leaders have to be different than, than in the past. And, and maybe don't call them leaders anymore, but call them guides. And you need to guide these young people in this industry yep. and, and offer them something. Of course, we ask something as well. It's not just offering. It's, it's, it's give and take. But uh, as a leader, you need to be a different leader than, than, than 20 years ago. I mean. Absolutely. 
So with you <coughs> being leaders of your own organizations, um, leading fairly large teams, you have a responsibility to do that. How do you how do you use events in your own organizations to do some of these things? For well, me, through COVID, yeah. we, we did a lot of web. Every two weeks, I had a webinar with our people because we were 100% closed down, of course, because of COVID mm -hmm. as a convention center. Uh, so we had webinars every two weeks, and we kept on doing that. And now we do, let's say, uh, every two weeks, we do one online and we do one live because people still want to sit in a room and, and, and have a have a, a conversation with us or, or we need to say something. They need to see us and need to hear us. And to be honest, the whole contact with the staff is much better than before COVID because we <laughs> we share more, we speak more to them and we try to keep it together. And it's more, it's even more important at the moment. So, so surviving a crisis together is creates a bond as well. Yes, of course. Yeah. People that stayed and, and, and are in it together, they feel strong and they feel, they feel positive about the future and they want to do it together. Although it's not easy, they want to do it. Well, Jaap, you, you, you have an extra challenge, uh, meaning you're completely re-renovating and changing the structure of the organization. 100 staff are you know, still on your payroll and you will be rebuilding that full task force. How do you see events play a role in that? Well, actually, even now, we have events every month in order to, uh, first of all, inform them on how far we are with the hotel, but also to keep, um, to keep connected and to make sure that they still feel part of the uh, Oranje team, the Hotel van Oranje team. So every month we have something uh, organized, whether it, it will be um, information and communication or just doing something fun or just, uh, you know, but make sure that they haven't, that they do not lose the feeling of being part of the uh, Hotel van Oranje team. Yeah. So it's, it's ongoing for us. It's, uh, we have a saying that, uh, Show me an organization's event and I'll tell you about their culture. Um, you know, it's a little petri dish that shows you the DNA of how this organization functions. Um, doing that very thing with your clients can also be a very constructive thing. I remember we, at one stage with the Rye, have <clears throat> in a glass house in front of your building actually taken the methodology and invited a number of your teams to reconsider and look at how your events create value in that portfolio. Um, do you intently, as a leader, structure the culture of your organization over time? Do you think about what the culture should be like maybe three or five years from today? Um, yeah. And how do, you, how do you do that as a leadership team? Well, we have a whole cultural program, we call it, um, because we, there are things in our culture that are very strong and we are proud of. We call them rye elements and rye things, but mm -hmm. there are also things in the rye culture that we would like to change. And, we're building a program on that and the whole staff will be trained on that. We went on with it during COVID, although we had some money problems. We, we still invested in that because we thought for the people that are there, the culture is more important than ever. Mm -hmm. So this whole program, well, consists of a lot of things, but we want to get rid of some of our cultural issues we have. Yeah. And we want to improve the learning loop and all other kinds of things that are should be in our DNA. So um, the DNA is strong, but there, it can be much stronger. And we, we, we focus on that for the coming three to five years, as you say, because cultural change will take five years. You can't change your culture in a year. Yeah. But we, um, we do ex extensive trainings on that, and, and hopefully that will uh, change some things for the, for the, for the, for the best. How about you, Jan? 
uh, we're actually designing now the trainings that we will do when we start again somewhere next year. Okay. And um, yeah, that, that's actually very interesting. Again, here we might pick up some some interesting learnings. Yeah. Um, but it's it's you know we have a strong culture as Hotels from Oranje. We have a strong. We're, it's it's very much an, an orange family. Um, but we're also looking on how to uh, improve, change, and become an even more uh, attractive, attractive uh, um, uh, company to work for, but also hotel to go and have your events at. So we're, uh, yeah, looking at that. Uh, I sometimes see people coming up the stairs, which I haven't seen for 10 or 15 years. And, and they see you sitting And here. I didn't get older, but they did really <laughs> got older. I see Jaap, so Jaap and Ruth here. You look the same as you looked 10 years ago, but they don't. <laughs> Just a little bit the color of hair. And what's really funny is we're looking out and my colleague Rul is standing off to the left of me and we have these this escalator where everybody yeah. comes up to the yeah. second floor. and and. It's also interesting, just as a, as a behavioral thing, right? So we're, how odd is it that you're wearing a headset and a microphone, almost like commentating on yeah. the people coming up on this, <laughs> on this floor, yeah. right? There's a lot of noise around us, but I think the use of technology in little micro bubbles, like we're doing now, can actually cre create a really focused conversation. Yep. So the fact that we switched on this little device, had you know, three mics and three headsets, um, changed our chit chat into a conversation that others might actually listen in on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as a result, we've changed our behavior slightly. What I'd like to encourage you to do is to take a look at the 10-year gap, uh, the decade that you were not at MPI. Tell us about the culture change that you may have observed between your last visits and the visit now. I fondly remember um, an event in Las Vegas that we, I remember we're all at and talking about Oranje, um, even working for Yaps, a competitive hotel at the time, we were all wearing Oranje, uh, Oranje you know, orange, orange in the Orange yeah. Street when the trade show now called IMAX America used to be part of the WC uh, trade show floor, right, with very limited opening times. Uh, that in turn into a business in itself, now called IMAX America, and those have evolved in different ways. Question, are you also going to IMAX America in October in Las Vegas? Uh, as a company, we go, and I, I haven't been there for two or three, four, even two years before COVID, but uh, I might go this year, I'm not sure yet, but um, uh, it's an interesting, good good event. One of the reasons we went to the WEC in the past was, of course, the, the trade show. Yep. There was two mornings of trade show or two afternoons, it was right. very short, but very focused, and we had very good appointments. Yep. We got a lot of business out of that, so we just said to each other yesterday, that was one of the reasons why we went. And, and of course, IMAX took over that, that thing, and now it's IMAX. And of course, all Dutch companies go there as well. So uh, it's, a good, it's a good thing, but it's a, it's, a, it's a pity that it isn't here anymore, because the combination of a conference and exhibition was very good. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, yes, the company will be there. Um, probably I will be there too, um, but not sure. But uh, Hotels van der Rijn, you will definitely Let's do it, be let's go. Okay, well, we j I just heard. I think, um, I think they just changed their behavior. In Vegas, um, so please make people aware that we're coming. <laughs> so, Karina Bauer will be happy to hear this. She yeah. was also on our podcast recently. Um, I think um, seeing behavior change instills behavior change. Uh, thank you guys for being on this uh, onstage part. Uh, thank, you. thank you very much. This has been another episode of the Design to Change Designer Conversation Series. Explore these conversations and additional content at designtochange.online. Want more right now? Tune into the backstage episode of this conversation and hear what the experts discuss offstage.